18 days ago, Hamas terrorists broke through the Gaza Wall and entered small villages in Israel. These Palestinians, funded by Iran, slaughtered innocent men, women, and children triggering war with Israel. Over 1,400 Jews were killed in that attack. When one listens to the world news, it is sometimes unclear who's at fault. Yesterday, I was talking to a friend who could not believe the atrocities that were committed by Hamas. He then shocked me with the following question. Why did Israel begin this war? Today, the Secretary General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, announced that the October 6th massacre, the largest massacre that Jewish people have experienced since the World War II Holocaust, quote, did not happen in a vacuum, end quote. He attributed the murders by the terrorists to the fact that, quote, the Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation, end quote. Israel is to blame for this war and the deaths, he said. The Israeli envoy, as well as a foreign minister, responded in outrage and called for the Secretary General's resignation. What world do you live in? You are an apologist for terrorists. Many people pride themselves on being politically correct. They talk about misinformation. They say that someone misspoke. The reality is many people are spreading lies, and they know they are lies. There are others who make mistakes in innocent, in innocence, yet still refuse to admit that they were wrong when it's pointed out. Many politicians are refusing to condemn atrocities, but are more than happy to condemn Israel's defense of itself. The world has become intoxicated with moral equivalence. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 reads, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. There's a right and there's a wrong. Woe to those who cannot discern. Woe to those who choose to confuse the two. In the early 1980s, Jean Kirkpatrick was the United States ambassador to the United Nations. She was the first female ambassador in that role. She began her career as a socialist and later became a conservative. She wrote a paper years ago about the myth of moral equivalence. She explained that revolution spread propaganda aimed at detaching people's affections from what they know is right and directing those affections toward hostilities. The propaganda machine needs to convince people that there really is no clear right or wrong. Just as George Orwell's 1984 classic novel predicted, the meanings of words have been changed. In, in uh, Lewis Carroll's fairy tale, Through the Looking Glass, Humpty Dumpty explained that words would mean whatever he decided they would mean. Whoever controls the definition of words wins. Where is the moral equivalence of this war? Both sides have killed their opponents, right? Both sides have destroyed buildings, right? But where is the moral equivalence? There is none. There is none. This war began when terrorists attacked innocent civilians and brutally massacred them, burning some alive. A child embraced by his father, both of them tied with wire and then set on fire. Terrorists confirmed that they were given permission by their supervisors to abuse women, even dead women. Babies' heads were cut off. Terrorists burned down houses with families inside. One terrorist used the phone of one of the victims. He called his father and bragged that he had killed ten Jews with his own hands. His father said if only he could be there to see it. The terrorist then said, let me tell mother. His parents said thanks to their God for the honor of slaughtering people. These October 6th attacks took the lives of approximately 1,400 Israelis, 
Over 200 hostages were taken into captivity, including at least one Holocaust survivor. Many children were taken hostage. One young woman was stripped of her clothes, and then her apparently lifeless body was thrown into a truck with the terrorists rejoicing and filming their accomplishments. Hamas looked women and children in the eye and attacked and dismembered them. In Israel? Israel responded by trying to destroy the terrorist organization known as Hamas. What did Is- how did Israel conduct their war? How are they conducting it? Israel announced strikes on locations in the Gaza Strip, which housed terrorists and their munitions. We warned people in advance to leave the buildings before we destroyed them. We littered the skies with leaflets, telling people, leave the area, because we didn't want to kill women and children. We sent messages to civilian cell phones telling them to leave areas that were under attack. But the terrorists put their rockets in UN schools and in cemeteries and in homes and even in their mosques. The terrorists are responsible for the death of the Palestinians. They started this war and they take extreme efforts to ensure that any missile that Israel fires now has a good chance of hitting their own children, Palestinian children. The government of Gaza says that many children have died in this war. What they don't say is how many of those quote-unquote children are 15 and 16 and 17-year-old boys who actually fight in the terrorist army. There is no moral equivalence. Ben Shapiro, a political analyst, pointed out that Hamas terrorists are not monsters because there are no monsters. They're not animals because animals don't slaughter and decapitate their own species like Hamas did. Hamas is demonic. Israel tries to preserve life and destroy terrorists. Hamas tries to destroy life, all life, whether it's Jewish or Christian or Arab. How can anyone not see this? Woe to those who call good evil and call evil good. Woe to those who listen to those people who confuse the issue. Pray for Israel.